Hey guys, it's Kathy. We've been having so much fun this week. So I wanted to give you some bonus episodes because I want to give you a little piece from the five-day workshop that we're doing called Most Abundant Week Ever. I think it's such an important discussion that we don't have enough. So I hope that these episodes will open your eyes to new possibilities in your life and remind you of the things you need to hear, which is that you truly are extraordinary and there really is so much here for you. And it's time to allow that in and to learn what are the really powerful tools that you have in order to manifest that what you want. By the way, if you haven't joined us yet, you can still sign up and catch us live every single day. We're having some amazing conversations and giving away some fun stuff. You can still go to kathyheller.com slash abundant if you want to sign up and grab your seat. All right, well, let's get into a piece of this. Take a listen. Hi, everybody. We are so, so excited to continue to do this work together. So welcome back. Welcome back to day three. I love seeing so many faces who were here yesterday and the day before. Good for you. Good for you. I mean, especially when things seem to be landing, um, it's amazing how many people will write into us and say, that blew my mind, but then I never made it back. And when are you doing it again? And I'm like, oh, it's amazing how we can get so pulled into that familiar pattern that we're like, well, that was enough feelings of excitement and possibility. Maybe I should just put the lid on that again, right? It's interesting because you guys have probably heard this study. There's a lot of studies like this, but um, there's a study about animals, right? Like with elephants that, and I'm sure you've heard this, but if you take an elephant and you want to put an elephant, let's say in a zoo or something like that, then they tie a rope to the elephant's foot, right? And they sort of break them to the point where they stop tugging because they realize they can't really go anywhere. And then what's really kind of gross is that eventually they just take the ropes off And because the elephant has already tried to go as far as it can go, it learns this learned helplessness is what it's called. So it's like this forced function of there's no way out. So then they don't even need ropes or borders because the elephant no longer believes in that possibility. And I think that we can become that way, right? And there was another study they did with fleas in a jar and they put these fleas in the jar and the fleas would jump out of the jar. Like they kind of just knew intuitively that there was more here and they would jump out and jump out. So they put a lid on the jar and the fleas couldn't jump out, took the lid off the jar. Same thing happened that happened with the elephants. The fleas stopped jumping even when they took the lid off because they had now learned that there was a certain ceiling of how far they could jump. But what's crazier and what happened with the elephants is that with the fleas, they found that then when the fleas had babies, it was passed down. And so the babies also wouldn't jump because they had learned, there's sort of like this learned understanding that was passed down. And so whether we are aware of it or not, and most of the time, we're just not aware. You know, really one of the biggest tricks to this whole thing and any real mindfulness practice or wisdom tradition or any kind of up level in your life, it has to do with awareness, right? It has to do with becoming conscious of where you go unconscious. And as soon as you become conscious, it's sort of like when you touch a a soap bubble and it just disappears, really the awareness itself, the awareness of it itself sort of melts this old familiar pattern. And so I think for so many of us, whether we're aware or not, there is a way in which we have built 
sort of a man-made prison, sort of a, a limit and a block. And we bump up against it all the time. And then what do we do is when you tell your mind something, your mind looks for the evidence that that's true. And so then your mind just gives you tons of evidence. Like if I were to say to you, people in Los Angeles are superficial, you'd right away, you'd hear what I said, and then your mind would look for evidence to corroborate that, right? And so would mine, right? Because I said it. But if I were to say to you something different, like people in Los Angeles are so spiritual, you'd be like, oh my God, yeah, there's probably like a lot of vegans there. And there's probably like a lot of new agey people there and blah, 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 right? You will look for the evidence of whatever you tell yourself. And so if you're telling yourself all day long, something unconsciously, obviously it's having an effect on what you think and what you do, right? And who are, who are you? Well, you have these two parts of you. You have this higher consciousness, which we've been tapping into all week, right? Which feels so good because you feel such a relief when you're there. You're like, oh yeah, I know how to exist. I know how to be, and I feel full. And then you have this other part of you, that's your personality, right? Which changes. I mean, come on, like, I don't still have the same lunchbox that I had in seventh grade. You know, I don't still have the same friends that I had in ninth grade. I don't listen to the same music. I don't have the same haircut. My personality has changed, right? You know, I can like think of myself through the eras, right? You know, Taylor Swift doing this concert called Eras. Look how much she's changed. Look how much her hair has changed. Her music has changed, who she is, what she wants so much, right? But what is the truth is her essential self. Her higher self has never changed. And the only things that we know to be real in life are the things that, that actually always, always are, right? The things that always are, are essential, right? And so the personality though, we get to decide, can we line up the personality with the actual personal truth of who we are? And then our personal reality will reflect who we really are rather than some reactive personality, which is really a pattern of what you think, what you do. And, and really like that's how the world receives you and how you receive the world, right? So we're going to get started. Before we do, Colleen, what's been your sort of feeling going through these last few days? Like, how do you feel like this is different? Because we've done, I've probably done 35 or so of these over the last six years, these big workshops. Yeah. How does this feel to you? Oh my gosh. This week, you guys, has been such a gift. And we really want to acknowledge all of you in that because everything's a co-creation, right? Everything's about the collective of the energy and the presence that we're all bringing. And there is such a vibrance and such a lightness and just such a, there's just such a gift that each of you are so here and so receptive and just so eager to really allow in your greatest expansion. And so we can feel that. And so there's just this beautiful synergy in our giving and your receiving and your giving and our receiving that really feels on a level beyond what I think Kath and I have ever experienced, despite how many times you've done this. Yeah, I'm super impressed and proud of you guys. So we are going to meditate again today. We're going to meditate again tomorrow. And I want to just tell you a couple things that are going to be happening today, what we're going to be going over, as well as just a little bit of a schedule for the rest of the week. So same time, same place. On Friday, we're going to give you the opportunity to join us where the VIPs have been hanging out with us in a Zoom room. That's on Friday. And we'll still be streaming to this Facebook group if you don't want to come to the Zoom room. Just want to let you know that. So there's a lot more headed for you is what I'm saying. And um, we're going to talk about money primarily today and tomorrow. Today, we're going to talk about money and how we need to fully line up with that. Tomorrow, we're going to talk a little bit more about making money, okay? We're going to talk a little bit more from a, from a business sense, a little bit, because 
oh boy, do I want to see women billionaires? You know, like, let's just like form a line behind Kylie Jenner. Like, let's go. Come on. It's time, right? Only like 8% of venture capital money is given to women leaders and women founders. Like, this is just a joke. I have three daughters. Let's go. Who's with me? So we'll talk about that tomorrow. And then Friday will be a day for Q&A, like on the spot coaching. You guys can raise your hand. Colleen and I will be there too, just to help you process and put all this together. So don't go anywhere. Don't change your dial. This is your experience. You're here for it. You're getting what you came for. Love it. Awesome. So we can begin with a meditation. And riddle me this. Is it not fascinating the level of frequency you can access when we go through these meditations? Isn't it incredible that you are the Wizard of Oz, that you start to feel your way into something that feels like truth, something that feels like a real expansion. And it's right there. It's a thought away. It's a frequency away. It's an elevated state of being away. And this is what we want you to learn like a black belt karate master. Okay. And that's what we're teaching you to do because it is all inside of you. You just are so connected to the past. You're so wired into an unconscious, predictable pattern that what did we learn yesterday? Where do we hang out? The past, present, or future? What do we learn? We hang out in the past and we project the past upon the future. And when do we hang out in the present? Never. And where is all potential? And where is God? And where is source? And where is your creativity? And where is your ability to reveal what has been hidden in plain sight? Right here, when you become coherent. Are you getting this? This is real stuff. I'm very impressed. This is like, this is like the real McCoy, sophisticated language. This is like, what was that movie that came out this year? Everything, everywhere, all at once. And everyone's like, I think I'm getting it. There's like a multiverse. How adorable is that whole cast? I was crying my eyes out. He kept winning all those awards. He was in the Goonies. He played Data in the Goonies. And at the end, his dad says, you're my best invention to his son because he's an inventor. Oh my God, you're my best invention. That's the sweetest. So before we go into this meditation, let me just leave you with that. What are you here to invent? You are a master manifester. You came to this world to be a creator. You came to partner with the creator of this universe to turn thoughts into things. What you got? Let's see it. You guys ready to go? Let's do this. All right, let's meditate today. Okay, my friends, let us close our eyes. Take a deep breath. All right, let's collect ourselves. We've been thinking about the past, whether we knew it or not. We've been worried about the future, whether we knew it or not. Let's just arrive in this moment. There's nowhere else you need to be right now. There's nothing else you need to do. You can surrender your list of to-dos right now. Your only to-do right now is to fully allow yourself to be and to witness. And so I want you to become aware in this moment that you're aware, that you're aware of the temperature in the room, that you're aware of the feeling of your shirt on your arms, that you're aware that you are sitting here and that you are witnessing yourself sitting here. And the part of you that is the essential you is the part of you that is witnessing. That is your conscious mind. That is your higher state of being. That is the part of you that is connected to God, connected to the infinite, 
That's the part of you with all the answers. It is a witness. And it is always within reach. And as you witness, I want you to begin to feel and put your awareness on the space above the crown of your head. See if you can be aware of the space eight inches above your head and feel the energy that comes out and through your physical being into this infinite field of consciousness. And this part of you is nobody, nowhere, no time, timeless, connected to source, connected to that which is, was, and will be. And as you start to connect to this witness and to this infinite aspect of you, this part of you that is you, your whole being becomes coherent. And your heart starts to open and your life force starts to turn up the volume on your receptivity and you become a channel and you start to feel aligned and you set down the predictable, familiar pattern of the unconscious mind that's been running your life and you have compassion and care for yourself and for this beautiful, beautiful world and for this whole universe that is all connected because whether you're aware of it or not, your very being is connected to the circadian rhythms of the moon and the stars because it is all one, one beautiful geometric dance. A pattern is all coexisting and all connected to this infinite, to this creation force. And now you're becoming more energy and less matter. And therein lies your greatest power. And now I want you to remember your future, the future that your soul has already lived because time is made up and you've already been across the horizon and back. This part of you that's already been there that's why it keeps seeing this vision, because you've already lived it. Because we only experience a 24-hour day as we stand on this planet, looking through one perception, when really, as we move away, time evaporates. And so from God's perspective, from the source of all's perspective, there is just one now present moment, and your soul has already gone there and is urging you because it knows how good that future is. And it is casting a vision because it knows what it knows. So I want you to allow your soul to show you this beautiful, this beautiful movie of your life. And how does it feel? How does it feel to see yourself fully aligned? So much ease, so much joy, so much wonder, so much love, just giving this pure magnetic love. And everywhere you go, you're just loving other people into life. Your very essence alone, your being is giving Wi-Fi reception to the souls around you. And how does it feel? I want you to memorize this feeling. I want you to teach your body to respond to this mind. Teach your body to respond to this feeling. 
And as you feel this feeling right now, you are changing your destiny because you're casting a new vibrational imprint. You're playing a different note and the reverb is so good. And as you play this movie, you see yourself 10 years from now. And one by one, the people whose lives you've touched with this level of vibration begin to walk forward with their hands on their hearts in gratitude for how your light inspired them, awoken them. And soon, your whole front porch, your whole front yard, the whole block is filled with people who have been touched by your gorgeous, courageous focus and vibration and creativity and love. And how does it feel to have affected and impacted all of those souls because you stepped out of resistance? And so it is. And so it is. This is what it feels like to have an open heart. This is what it feels like to love other people into life with your energy alone. This is what abundance feels like. This is what magic really is. And if in fact you can feel this even a little bit, then you've made contact with the divine. And just say thank you. Thank you for creating this, this level of resonance, letting it be this easy, letting it feel this good. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Tell us how you feel. What was the breakthrough there? What came through? Peaceful, tears. I realize I have everything I need, how easy it is to let go. Yeah, and do you know how good that is for your physical body? You know, they say all these things like, eat broccoli. It, you know, prevents you from getting this disease. It's like, do that. Literally, do that every day. Like, if you want to give yourself an immunity boost, they have literally been able to look at your blood plasma after you meditate like that consistently, even for like six or seven days. You just right now, today, gave yourself a biological upgrade. Not to mention, we just gave you a software update. So this is the key. This is the skeleton key. We are always being convinced of something that's very different than the way reality really is. And we're being really convinced all the time that there's something outside of us that has the thing when really it's this. This is it. You know, we were born with this ability to open the portal. We just don't necessarily know how to access it which is why we do this work. And this is why, and I'll talk about it later today because I've been getting so many DMs from people saying, what is it already? I want to sign up. I want to do your 12-week program. I'm like, yeah, you should do it, right? I feel morally obligated to do them because we need this, right? Like it's so obvious and there's a lot of incredible people though that teach it. So if you're not going to learn it from me, just promise yourself you'll learn it from the person who's your person because this is it. Like we need to become master manifestors. That's why we're here. We'll talk about it later. Colleen, anything you want to add before we do our exercise with our pen and paper? Oh, I just want to let everyone continue to just ground in to how you notice you respond 
to that space that Kathy holds, because it really is such a gift. It's just like she says, there's different people and we're all going to match. We're going to vibe with different people. There's different people who lead meditation. There's different people who teach these concepts, but there's something so exquisite about listening to you, Kathy, and where you transport us in that capacity for us just to move and to actually set things down. And it's such a gift. And so I just really want all of us to have that knowing and deep awareness of, wow, like that is so powerful and it's so beautiful and such a gift because like you said, that really is what unlocks everything for us, right? That is the coherence. That is the truth of who we are. And that's why it feels so good. Thank you. It means so much to me. Colleen sent me a voicemail last night and shared with me. She was like, I don't know that you know that the way you lead meditation, she's like, cause I've tried this one and I've tried that one. And I, I said to her, I don't think you know how you telling me this is like, I'm getting it. And my angle is really to put you in a place of coherence and to allow you to access the divinity, right? That connection, right? The part of you that has that divine spark that is connected to the divine and then allow you to see right clearly. And so we're going to start to talk about money specifically right now. So let's do that. So what I want you to do is get a pen and paper and draw yourself first. You're going to write yourself a check. So I drew a check right here for myself. I dated it and I'm going to write myself a check. So I want you to write yourself a check. And this is just an exercise. I noticed that everybody wants to be an A student. So when I say that we're doing something, there's like, well, I want to get it right, which is all ego. So it's like, What's the real, wait, what did you ask me to do? Wait, when does the money come in? Wait, a, a check about what? I'm like, just pick a number, just write yourself a check. No, but how? I'm like, just literally draw a check on a piece of paper and pick any number and put it in here and then write it out. Just like you'd write a check, that's it. And then we're gonna go into a whole discussion about it and we're gonna have fun with it. Really, you guys, we need to have more fun. It's silly. Like, honestly, we are a dream in God's mind. It is like a, a moment and we need to just play here. So come up with a number and I want you to write it all out to yourself. Okay. So I'm going to write this on mine and then you're going to, so I'm going to write it to Kathy Heller and I'm going to write a number and you sign it. Okay. My friends. You can't see what my number is. I'll tell you my number in a second. So I want you to write yourself a check. And then are you ready? Oh my God, this is so vulnerable. I want you to tell us in the chat what number you wrote on your check. That's it. That's the whole assignment. Here we go. Here are some answers. Okay, I see 11 million, 500,000, 300,000, 500 million, 3.8 million, 9,387, 18,999,000, Amazing. So fun. So I find this fascinating. I see all of our VIPers just wrote it so fast. Um, and everybody else is coming in now. Okay. 50 million, 17.8 million, 3,333,000. As of a certain date, that's interesting. Tried infinity, but it came out 10 million. Amazing. You guys, this is so much fun. It's so much fun. And I cannot wait to help you to get into it. Let's do it. It's going to be so fun. Okay. So now here's my next question for you. You're like, enough with the questions. Give me the answers. But I mean, there's so much in the questions. My next question is, 
why did you write that? Like, why did you write that? I just want to hear. I'm not going to even lead the witness. I'm not going to even suggest why I think you might tell me you wrote that, even though I've done this before. I might know. I want you to tell me why you wrote that first number that came to me. Okay. Um, I see because it would help my situation right now. I think it's attainable. That's why I wrote that number. Uh, it was a number. It was a phone number on my pen. Cool. Okay. Because I know now that it's a possibility. I have this as a target. I want to make it higher. Great. These are all great things to hear. Freedom and expansive. It feels like a good number. First millionaire in my family. It will take care of some of my basics while still allowing me to help some of my loved ones and perhaps some charity as well. Amazing. I find this all so fascinating. Okay. Before I kind of like rip into all of this, Colleen, do you want to share anything that you're thinking right now? I first just want to acknowledge how cool I think it is that so many of you did choose big numbers, right? Because oftentimes when we do this exercise, we'll see people say like 50,000 or, and again, there's no right or wrong on any number at all. It's all just really cool and reflective for our own inner process. But that's the first time I've seen this many people spontaneously writing in the millions and hundreds of millions. And it's, it's, it's really cool because it's literally true. Money is just energy. Energy is infinite it's all available. The only thing that becomes unavailable is the thoughts that we spin to decide what is possible or isn't possible. So I just love that you guys are holding for yourselves this awareness, even if there might be a part of you that's still like, not sure how that would happen. There's a part of you on some level in an awareness that this is actually a potential in the field. It's so good. All right. So let's see if we can create a model of understanding around this. And let's see if we can have a breakthrough and a shift in our awareness, which will allow us to receive, right? Remember that that radio is called a receiver for a reason because it's allowing itself to receive a certain frequency. And that frequency is determined by the frequency that it is set to. Okay. So that is important. Just like Holly knows the story that a year ago, or is that two, two Christmases ago during the pandemic, I had all this like extra guilt because my kids, they were on Zoom school and whatever else. So I wanted the holidays to feel like totally over the, you know, over the moon. So I hired these guys to bring Christmas lights to my house. And it was like Chevy Chase in Christmas vacation. And I am basically telling you over the last three days that all I did was watch movies as a child because I've now have like nine movie references. Anyways, that is true. <laughs> so it was like Christmas vacation style. We had like, all these blowups in front of the house, plus lights on every tree, lights all over the house. And it's a big house. So it was like a lot of lights. And my husband kept saying, it's not going to happen. And I was like, why are you such a downer? It's happening. And he was like, what are you spending on this? And I was like, never you mind, never you mind. And he was like, I know you're spending like thousands of dollars, like thousands. And I'm like, yeah, he was like, yeah, it's not going to work. And he kept walking in and out of the house while these people were doing it. And I was like, he's such a negative Nelly. What is he doing? And it turns out that we lit it up, we lit it up, and we had four minutes of pure bliss until it stopped working. So then called the guys that came out the next day, we got four minutes of pure bliss, stopped working. Then on the third day, while they came to fix it for another time, I was interviewing Priyanka Chopra for my podcast and... Um, the computer just crashed. So that was interesting. So what was happening was exactly what I'm telling you right now is that we had a certain amount of power that we could 
holes in the house because the house, when we went into the garage and my husband's like this, this is what I was trying to tell you. And I was like, how does he know this? And it's like, I guess he just knows these things, right? We opened up the panel, it's called the panel. And the guy was like, oh yeah. He's like, you've only got a certain amount of wattage here. So uh, it's not going to work. And I was like, okie doke. And I go, so what do we do? And he's like, well, you can choose. Do you want your refrigerator and your computer or your Christmas lights? Do you want the lights in the house plus your computer and refrigerator? Or just do you want the Christmas lights outside the house? And I'm like, damn it. I'm like, so how do I get these on? He's like, well, you need an electrician to give you more power because there's no way to put the power here. And I was like, how is this a thing? And then I was like, oh my God, this is the best analogy ever for what I teach. I was so happy that it happened. But then it was this very sad thing where like Rudolph was all deflated on the lawn and like we had the elf Will Ferrell and he was all scrunched up and looked like horrible. And there was all these Christmas lights and they're like, well, do you want us to take them down now? Because we are really busy because they had all these jobs for Christmas. Like, can we just come January 4th? I was like, sure, just come January 4th. It was the most depressing situation. And I hope that you guys are understanding what I'm saying. Everything I'm teaching you is just physics. That's it. It's just physics. And so the thing about it is we have these two places where we can live from, right? We can live from alignment, which is where you're connected to you, your soul, your energy, okay? So let's go stick with physics. Like where you connect to energy, that's in your soul right? Like we can teach a a basketball player the technique, right? But what Michael Jordan is going to bring, what Magic Johnson is going to bring is electricity, right? It's a personality. It's like a, ooh, right? Whatever that is. When you see Serena, she like has to yell. She can't just like hit the ball. She's like, oh, you know, and you're just like, you're so turned on by it. You're like, I can watch you all day long because it's really not the form. It's what's coming through the form, right? Okay. So we have these two places where we live. We either live from our energy, from our soul, from consciousness. That's where all your power is. Or you turn off your power and you have the situation I had with the Christmas lights because you live from ego. Now, when you're living from ego, you are viewing the whole world as a bunch of egos. You're, you're visualizing the world as a, a place of scarcity, essentially, because nothing is abundant, nothing is connected, nothing is infinite. And so you're disconnected from everything infinite because you're in the finite, you're in the ego. You're like, I am Kathleen Heller. This is what I'm good at. This is what my parents did. This is what they didn't do. This is my story. It's like, that's a waste of your time, right? So from your ego's perspective, what we just wrote down, it isn't really a match, which is why it doesn't happen this moment. Like if you were to say to me, yeah, I wrote that down because that's how much money I made yesterday. That'd be one thing. But if we're all being honest here, my guess, because I've been coaching thousands of people a year, is that you're nowhere near that number, right? You don't have $500,000 coming in and you don't have 4 billion and 3 million. And, and so part of you is having fun with this and part of you is like, she's crazy. Like, this is just an exercise. This will never happen. From your ego's perspective, your ego is dead on. That is so right because that's not possible because there's not enough wattage there. There's not enough energy coming from ego. It just doesn't work, right? So you have to tap in, right, to where you can be a match, where there is alignment, right? It's kind of like, let's talk about the ego and the soul for a second. I started to take care of my health in like a real way because of something Colleen said, actually, that had to do with something in my unconscious, which is literally such a gift. And um, I started hiking every day, which is really such an, another hidden treasure of a gift that I'm so happy I'm now doing. 
And I realized there's this part of the hike every time where my body goes, enough already. Are you insane? Every time on this hike, my body goes, stop it. It hurts. Like, you know, you get like those feelings in your muscles, that acid starts getting squeezed out. You're just like, F you, Kathy Heller, F you, you take me home right now, your body, right? Then there's this part of you that's bigger than your body. That's like, oh no, now you listen to me. Like I am the rider. You are the horse. You will do what I say. We're taking the hill and you take the hill. What is that? That's not your body. That's not your ego. That's your consciousness. That's the part of you that knows more than this part of you that's just ready to give up. If that's at capacity. So you go into overdrive. It's kind of like if you see, I mean, this is true about mothers, they always say, but it's true about people in all situations. But you see a mother in a situation where God forbid the kid needs her for some crisis reason. And she pulls out from within her a strength she doesn't know she has because Something bigger than her ego takes over and it just is. It just is. I actually saw, I was at a seminar over like last summer with, um, with Bruce Lipton and he, 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 he introduced us to this man who's a shaman who lives in Japan, who's been meditating his whole life. And he literally took his hand like this, took his hand, focused his attention on his hand and set a newspaper on fire in front of my eyeballs, okay? He could focus his energy that strongly that heat came out of his hand and set the paper on fire. What the hell? I was just like, this is a thing. And he's like, he was very casual about it. He's like, everyone in my family can do this. And I was like, what is happening? What are you talking about? What is this? What does this mean? And then uh, I guess it was, Two Octobers ago, I went with Joe Dispenza to his lab at UC San Diego and watched meditators go into a room. First, we looked in the microscope at pancreatic cancer cells, walked out of the room. Meditators went in the room, focused their energy on this incubator. We walked back in the room and saw that the pancreatic cancer cells changed. And we said, what is happening here? Why is this happening? And by the way, this was all granted by the FDA because they couldn't believe it. And so now it's at a very prestigious school. Like UCSD is not, it's not some like Joe Schmo, like random place you've never heard of. This is like all the UC schools are like a thing. Okay. So it is insanity. It's insane, but you're not tapping in there. You're playing here. You're just not playing in your zone of genius. You just don't move into it. And you know it, by the way, your soul tells you all the time, this isn't a vibe. I'm not loving this. I'm so unfulfilled. It's like, yeah, because you're out of alignment. Like you're just in ego all the time. Like I can't do this. I can't. And you're run by an unconscious program all day long that tells you to think and believe in ways that make you feel so limited. So this check that you wrote, I want to do something with you. I won't do a whole meditation with you, but I'm going to do a quick little thing with you. I need you to close your eyes. Close your eyes for a second. Close your eyes for a second. Let's find within us the part of us that we felt in the meditations this week, in that part of you, the part of you that is coherent, the part of you that is conscious, the part of you that is not being run by a program of old beliefs and feelings and thoughts that just constantly bombard you with stress and cortisol, the part of you that is the witness, the part of you that loves, the part of you that can open your heart, the part of you that is connected, to all that is, that part of you, from that place, how much can you give? How much love can you give to the people you love? How much joy can you create? 
how much can you give to this world? How much compassion can you muster for people across the world who you've never even met? But when you hear about their struggle, you feel how much can you give from that place? How much energy? The only answer is infinite. You have the capacity to give infinite amounts of love and compassion. There's no end to how much compassion and love and empathy. There's no end to how much creativity you can generate. There's no end to how much possibility you can see. And now from that place, how much can you receive? How much love? How much compassion? How much connection? How much possibility? The only answer is infinite. Everything else is resistance, which is a story your ego is telling you about its worthiness. The soul is inherently worthy. It is a connection, a connection to the whole. It is part of the one. And the one is all that there is. Now open your eyes. The reason that the infinity sign looks like this is because infinity is giving and receiving. When the heart pumps blood, it takes in the fullest amount possible and gives it right back to the body. Whenever you get hung up, you're an ego because you're measuring your worth. You're not in alignment. So the next time you look around and you have a conversation with yourself, like, hmm, how do I feel about people with money? How do I feel with people with no money? How do I feel about what I'm worth? How do I feel about how much more I can make this year? Just notice, just be aware who's making the money. Money is immediately given away. Right now, I have a lot of money. It's not under my mattress. It's in a bank. Do you know what happens as soon as it goes in the bank? What happens with it? It's given away. It funds other people's mortgages and credit cards. Then I pay, I pay taxes and I pay the highest tax rate. And then there's a system built in where I get to deduct if I give to charity. So I give the maximum amount because otherwise it goes to Capitol Hill. And so they let me give that away. And then what do I do even without looking at the actual money? Just by me allowing myself to not be in resistance, but to actually play from this place of Wi-Fi where there's just a full capacity to give and a full capacity to receive. And why would I want anything less than the fullness? Why would I want to give less? Why would I want to receive less? Therefore, I could give less. Why would I want to be measured by Kathy Heller, the avatar, and not by my soul that's connected to all souls? And just by living from that perspective and living in that energetic alignment, how many people around me feel into that? And then they start to feel connected to that, which is their real alignment. Money is an exchange of energy, period. That's it. That's all it ever was. We exchange the equivalent of value in energy for whatever we think is the equivalent. So these bracelets are from Cartier, right? Each one is like eight or $10,000, right? I wear them every day, worth every penny. I enjoy them so much. Why am I buying this? Why? 
because there's something about the energetic of what it represents to me that's a match to me putting that money in. And what happens, what happens is it's a story that I'm buying into about abundance. The world is abundant. Everything in this world is abundant. If you look at the Amazon and how many species of flora and fauna there are, you would never be able to count. If you looked in the ocean, if you look at all the human beings and all the different kinds of faces, like I have freckles and some people have brown hair and some people have red hair. Some people have these kinds of spices and some people use turmeric and some people use ginger. And so, I mean, it is, this world is abundant. This world is abundant. And when we allow ourselves to move out of resistance, we can just give and receive and give and receive. Colleen, is there anything you want to say about this before we go forward? Oh, yeah, it's so much the time I think we're used to experiencing money from a place of scarcity. We feel like there's not enough or we feel like if I have more, others are going to have less because we perceive that somehow with money in particular, there is this finite amount like a, a pie. And if I take more, that's really selfish because then I'm denying someone else that possibility of their access to more. But like Kathy just said, it's infinite. We all have access to the same creative capacity and there is no limitation on what is possible to allow in. The scarcity we see is constructed through the belief systems, through the thoughts that get perpetuated, that we all take on, that we all continue to look at the physical reality as evidence of. And like Kathy said at the beginning of the call, we continue to project into the future based on the past, based on what we might be currently seeing around us and assume that that is what is true. But what if what's actually true is anything is possible for you to allow in, in terms of abundance? What if it's all actually here to experience and that when you allow in more, it just inspires other people about what might be possible for them? And when you see people with more, the part of you that gets activated is the part of you that's excited about that possibility, but sometimes is maybe just still a little doubtful about how you can access it. But remember, it's just there to remind you it's all energy. It's all here. And as we learn to set down that resistance and notice our own inner process and where we almost hold ourselves apart from that stream, we'll actually over time be able to line up with more and more of it in our, in our physical reality. So Colleen and I, one of our favorite topics before Colleen and I started working together, this is what she used to do. She was, she moved away from her psychology practice to, and then she was teaching, she was a professor, but then she was working with people, coaching them on their money stuff. And I love this conversation because we can all pretend that we've got all this together. And this is usually where all the ego shows up. And I'm like, come on, you just said you were super spiritual. What is all this about? Why are you judging all these people? And why are you an ego now? What just happened to your soul, right? Mother Teresa raised more capital than any person on earth. You know what she used to say? It takes a checkbook to change the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to get really spiritual? Receive, receive the most amount of frequency, period. Have the most amount of oxygen. Would you want to be dehydrated every day? Would you want to just not have that much water so that you get a headache at three o'clock 
Would that make you a great mother? Would you really function well if you just had less water? No, you wouldn't do that because you don't have any hangups around having as much water as you want. In fact, oh my God, like I'm on this health plan. I drink like three of these a day. People show it. Look how much water I drink and nobody judges them. No one goes, that's disgusting. Oh my God. When really that's so interesting because water is more important than money, but you put money on a pedestal. Oh, but you think you're the one who's so holier than thou. No, 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 no. Money is not what we came for. We came for access to expansion. Why are we even making money such a thing? Well, because we've been conditioned. And as long as you're conditioned, remember I said yesterday that if you have a conditioning around something, even if you tell me you want it, if your frequency says no, it's a no, it's not a match. So you could tell me all day long, I want to be in love. I want to get married. And you have a frequency inside. That's wired to don't be in relationships. They'll break your heart. So your energy goes, hell no. Nope. And so you might be beautiful and you might be all these things. And yet there's this feeling like guys date you and they're like, she's judgmental or she's guarded. And it's like, that's correct, sir. This person is unavailable, right? So all day long, people tell me how much they want money. And then here's the biggest thing ever. You want to hear the biggest thing? The number one thing that people have shame around is saying that they want to be rich. Oh, okay. So you're not going to be rich then. That's okay. Then stop talking about it. Oh, but you don't stop talking about it. Why? Because you really want to be, but you don't let yourself want to be. You're not allowed to want to be. So then you keep, oh my God. So what's happening? Are you holier than thou? Cause you don't want to be rich or do you want to be rich, but you have shame around it. So you can't be rich. Which one is it? Just choose my friends. You get to have whatever you want. Thoughts become things every second. Thoughts will become things, right? So for me, I have no problem telling you, I love money. I love love. I love God. I love oxygen. I love traveling. I love human beings. I love money. It's not the number one thing I love, but I love it. Just like I love having unlimited data on my computer. I don't want a finite amount of data. I want unlimited data. Yeah. I want unlimited data. I want energy, right? I want health, but I don't have shame around this money thing, you guys. No, I don't. I don't have that thing going on. And so I just allow it in. Can you do that? Let's look at it though. Let's go under the hood and check a little bit what's happening in the engine. You want to look? Do me a favor. Take out your pen again. Turn that piece of paper over. You're going to do this for me. And I need honesty here. Because if I don't have honesty, this isn't your place. Because I can't help you. I can only help you if you show up. You show me what's up, right? So you want to be honest with me? Okay. You're going to tell me what comes to mind and you're going to finish this sentence. Money is what? Put it down. Write it down. We're going to go with three questions here. So you're going to have a chance to tell me some more things. What is money? Money is what? Money is what? What you got? What you got? What you got? Money is what? What is money? Money is power. Oh, that's the first thing I just saw. Money is power. So that's interesting, isn't it? We'll talk about these in a second. Money is a choice. Money is freedom. Money is energy. Money is expansive. Money is this. Money is all these things. Money is energy. I love money. What I should have asked you is, tell me what you would have said yesterday if someone said money is what? Because that's what we really want to get into, what you're really holding on to unconsciously. But all right, we'll go with this. Money is life-changing. Money increases possibility. Beautiful. You guys can write affirmations. And if you were really in alignment with this, you'd have a ton of it, right? And you'd have like three houses like I do, because it's just fun, right? It's just fun to have money and it's fun to use it and it's fun to give it away and it's fun to host people in your house. It's awesome. Okay. So next one, you ready? People with money are the Lennon. People with money. People with money are what? What are they? Dawn said evil. 
I've heard that. That's got to be true. I've heard it. Heard it a lot. They're lucky. They're snotty. They're just people. They're uppity. This is so good. I appreciate the honesty. And so let's start to unpack it, right? So if I walked around with the feeling that I would love to have money, but inside I have this belief that plays unconsciously all day long, thousands of times a day that says people with money are evil, there's no way that I would allow myself to have that because that's not my value. I don't want to be evil, right? So let me give you a quick little look. So in the Talmud, which is one of these beautiful 3,000-year-old Jewish texts, talks about money. And it says that money is akin to rain in a garden. Why? Because when rain falls on a garden, whatever the rain will fall on will grow. So rain falls on weeds, the weeds will grow. If rain falls on roses, the roses will grow. And money, they say, is the same. And what does that mean? It means that if a person who is out of integrity has money, they'll do more things out of integrity with money. And it means that if someone with integrity has money, they'll do more things with integrity with money. Same thing with any resource. If somebody out of integrity has the blessing of children, they might not do such a good thing with that. But if somebody who has integrity has the blessing of children, they might do a lot of good with that. Same thing with their health. Somebody with integrity has been blessed with good health. They might do a lot of good with their physical body. So on and so on and so on. And so if I asked you, can you think of an example of someone who has money who's horrible? I bet you could think of an example, right? We could probably think of like a list of 10 people in one second. Right? Just like boom, right? And then if I said, could you think of an example of someone who doesn't have money, who's a horrible person, I bet you could think of it. So we've got evildoers on both sides, right? And then what if I said, can you think of someone who's really generous, who has no money? I can. And then if I said, can you think of examples of people who have a lot of money, who are like a beacon of generosity? I can. Every time I've been to a hospital, there's a name on the side of the building. Every time I've gone to a benefit, I bawl my eyes out because I see the people who are honored, who gave money to fund these ambulances, to give women in Iran this money, to do things. And I bawl. You know why I'm bawling? Because I want to be them. Every time I go to a theater and I see the name on the, on the door, I'm so grateful because, boy, do we need music. It's got to stop. It's not serving you, and it's not true. There are good people who have no money because they're good. They feel abundant even with nothing. They love other people. They want other people to have joy. They're living from their soul. They're grateful for what they have, and they just love their lot in life. And there's people who have a lot of money, and they do so much good with it. And they create things and they innovate things and they spend the money on every single thing that we get to have roads, water, innovation, this shirt. It came from a person who had an idea who teamed up with a person who had money. But what happens is when people live in scarcity, they judge other people for everything. And then they teach you, don't you dare have money. Don't you dare have, don't receive anything because you will be judged. And you will be bad. So you should stay small. 
And what they're really telling you is, I don't believe in you. I believe that if you had money, you'd become horrible. They would destroy you. Really? Do they say that about you having love in your life? Somebody really loved you to the fullest, it would destroy you? No. This has to stop. It is so insidious. And meanwhile, I take my kids to five-star hotels. They're beautiful. The people we meet, the people who take care of these hotels, the grounds, everything about it is magical. The people we become friends with, who we've met at the pool or at the wherever, met tons of good friends, gotten involved in so many philanthropies like that. My kids fly first class. I really love doing that. But why do I have to justify it? Why do I have to justify that my husband makes me a smoothie every day or that he's really kind? Oh, well, I don't want someone to feel that. Well, why can't they allow themselves to access a good person who would treat them according to their worth, which is their soul? So you don't have to justify it. You just get to receive. You get to be a receiver. It's just energy. And there's enough Wi-Fi for everyone. And there's enough money. But when we are not willing to receive it, we're just going to keep saying, there's not enough. And only you have it. And the more you have, the less I have. It's like, hang on a minute. I don't think that's how it works. The more someone has, the more they have to build, the more that they do build them. Like I started a business and now people work for me. So it's like this business now employs other people. Like we keep creating from what we create. So there's so much here. We need to be clean. We need a clean signal. You want to get Wi-Fi? You need good signal. You need good reception. There's so much in this whole thing around money. We just, we just scratched the surface. We're going to go deeper tomorrow. Who's ready to go deeper tomorrow? So, and for those of you who have asked me, I do want to tell you for one second, because we have two fast action bonuses. We're going to talk more about my 12-week program. It's called Abundant Ever After. We'll talk about it tomorrow and stick around because we want to give you the giveaways. But you guys, I built this program to teach you to be a master manifester, to spend 12 weeks with you. And you know how a lot of times people sell programs and then they're pre-recorded, and you're like, what happened to the person? So that's not how Colleen and I do these programs. So for 12 weeks, you get two coaching sessions a week and they're two hours, right? So Colleen coaches with you and I coach with you. So every week for 12 weeks, can you imagine since you've had a few light bulbs this week, can you imagine what might happen if you meditated with me? If we spent hours together every week for 12 weeks, can you imagine how your energy might change, how your consciousness might change, how you might elevate, how you might begin to manifest all that you've actually been put here to? So we have two levels of this program. We have the gold level of this program and we have a VIP level. Now the VIP level is for people who not only want to be master manifestors, but want to grow your business. These are for people who have a business and want to grow it. Why? Because I also, in addition to being a person who's kind of tapped into how to manifest, I have a multi-million dollar business, which I love, a purpose-driven business, podcasts, books, courses, retreats. And if you want to learn how to do more in your business, whatever your business is, and you'd like to learn how a podcast can grow that for you or how books can help become lead generators, or you just want to grow how much you charge and pricing, we have a VIP level as well. And in addition to the one-time paying for it, just like I paid for this bracelet, I just paid for this bracelet, right? So the gold level is 3000 and the VIP level is 6,500, except we have a payment plan. So if you don't want to pay for it like that, you can pay it for $300 a month 
and have this level of coaching and this level of awareness and meditation, the price goes up by a thousand dollars next week. Cause that's always what happens. That's what the price usually is. And when I priced this program, I priced this program exactly where it needed to be in the market, except we added value to it because people don't buy price. They buy the value, right? And what I saw is a bunch of people who had good things to do and say, except they wouldn't show up. And you don't really want more information. You want the implementation. You want to work with me beside you. You want the accountability so that you can, right? You don't want to just hear me on videos and then not have accountability show up. So when you're in the program, there's accountability because there's little pieces of homework every week and your cohort becomes some of your best friends. And then we put you in accountability pods. And so as this goes, you change and the people around you are changing and the amount of synchronicities are off the hook. If you join by tomorrow night, you get these two fast action bonuses. One of them is called 8K in eight days. How do you make $8,000 in eight days? It's eight days of meditations and that's a whole bonus. And you get that extra. And also, if you join before next week, you save, I think on the gold level, it's $1,000. And the other one, I think it's $2,000. And if you want to do it, you go to kathyheller.com slash join. Super easy. And we have giveaways to do now. And really, we're just here because we fully and totally know. We don't just believe. It's not enough to believe. You have to know. We fully believe and know what your potential is and what you want. And we also know how actually easy, how it gets to feel like ease to allow it into your life. And we're so sick of watching the suffering, the unnecessary suffering. Pain, pain is part of life. There's always going to be contrast, but suffering should be optional, right? It's the suffering that has to stop. And the suffering is from the unconscious program and the thoughts and the feelings. So tell me in the chat right now, I want to already cheer for you. If you're going to be with us, I just want to say, welcome, welcome. We're so excited. We're so excited to have you guys with us. You can sign up at kathyheller.com slash join. I love it. Katie's in. Dee's in. Leslie's already signed up. Linda's in. Awesome. Carolee was in our last program. She's like, don't miss out. Michelle's in. Awesome. Love you guys. We're going to get to know each other really well. You're going to maybe get sick of me. You're going to spend a lot of time with me over the next three months and a lot of time with Colleen. And it's going to be amazing. And for those of you who already have a business, you should do the VIP level because you get extra stuff. You get extra time with us. You also get my whole podcasting course. You also get a, a bunch of times where we sit with you and we go over your Instagram profile and look at what you're offering and what you're charging and what your branding is and what your messaging is. And we up-level all of that and make it feel really consistent with your alignment. So it feels really good. I love it. Can't wait. We always have the best time in these programs. We can talk about it more tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about making money, right? Today, we talked a little bit about money and aligning with money on its terms, on your terms, how it is meant to be. And tomorrow, we're going to talk about making money, right? And what does that look like for anybody who might be curious about what it would feel like to make a million dollars or 5 million or 10 million, right? And again, it's not the money that comes first. It's the creativity. It's a creative thought. It's creation from alignment. And when you get the download, man, what did, what did Walt Disney do? He sold air. He sold a vision. He was in a plane flying over Swampland in Anaheim. And he turned to the pilot and said, do you see that? And he said, no. And he goes, there's a whole world there. 
and he started to cry. And that was the download. And he sold that download. He sold the download. He sold an idea. He sold it with his guts. And boy, is that an expensive <laughs> proposition. We we go VIP to Disney. And even I was like, was she just texted me. It's $5,490 for, for seven hours to take the kids VIP. And I was just like, you know what, Disney? No, I was just like, I don't find it relaxing is the thing, right? I'd rather spend $5,000 for the night and go to Blackberry Mountain than I would trek around Disney in the heat in Orlando in the summer, or as Ben Affleck would say, in the summer. So I'm not going to do it, but good for them. Look at the magic. Have you stood at the fireworks show at Disney World or Disneyland? I'm bawling. Every time they get you with the music, they just get you. So God bless him because I have cried so many tears. We went to see Alan Menken at the Hollywood Bowl and he played all the songs that he wrote. I'm like this one man, talk about creativity. Oh my God, a whole new world. And Mulan, I'm like bawling, like bawling. I'm like, I know the notes of this song and how it lifts me into possibility. He sold air. He sold a download. It's all a download. You have so much creativity. You haven't even scratched the surface. You have so much messaging in you. You're just not listening. There's no radio on. It's all static. If you turn on the radio, do you have any clue what you can build? You don't think big enough. You don't have wide aperture. You have a small lens, a small focus. What sees more? The camera on my phone? Look at my kids do to my phone. What sees clearer? This or this? This. Because you know what this sees? Only what it's willing to see. That's what your eyes see. Your eyes see is through a story, through a pattern, through cognitive bias. Do you think this has any cognitive bias? No, it just sees what is. So we have to learn how to see. And when we start to see, we start to get the creativity. And from creativity, there's energy. And on the other side of energy, there's always money. And you 3D print so much. And the money just becomes just a part. There's two fast action bonuses. You get the 8K in eight days if you sign up by tomorrow night. And there's also something else, Colleen. What is the other bonus? Yeah. So everyone gets access to two recorded sessions with Kathy's hypnotherapist, which is so powerful. Penny's extraordinary. And there's something to be said for reprogramming on a subconscious level. And she is a joy and a gift. So that's there as well. She's adorable. You get those. and. It's a whole thing. The AK in eight days has meditations in it. But of course, when you sign up for the program, you get to meditate with me for 12 weeks and we go so deep. This program helps you manifest in all the areas of your life. So we spend a week on money. Actually, we spend many, many weeks on abundance first. So there's a lot of just tuning to full receivership before we even get into the coordinates of the different parts. So the first six weeks of the program, you're just taken through to this place where you become a manifester. You tune, you tune in, you become a receiver. That's the first six weeks. Then we go into manifesting in your relationships, manifesting in the money in your life, manifesting with your health, right? And then we sort of wrap it all up and you'll be like, you will literally be like, I cannot believe how hard I was making this when everything was hidden in plain sight, but I just wasn't turned on. I just wasn't tapped in. I just had no receiver. It was all chaos. It was all unconscious. And it helps your health. <laughs> it helps your health as well. And those of you who are in the VIP level, if you want to make a $100,000 leap or you want to make a seven-figure leap, you're just ready to expand 
and you want to move from a place of bigger alignment and allow yourself to charge more, allow yourself to add vehicles that will add to your visibility. Because there's so much codependency and unconscious around growing our business. It's unbelievable what's keeping you from growing is a feeling of being seen and a feeling of wanting to be liked by everyone. And I'm telling you, when you begin to start to unprogram that and program something else and you start to charge, we'll talk about it tomorrow. If I'm getting your appetite wet, that's good. Because tomorrow we're going to talk about how you can charge and really charge people and why it feels so good to charge people because people want to be charged. You want to charge, right? We love buying things and we love buying things because we don't buy the thing. We buy the energy connected to it and we want the outcome. We want the possibility. So why don't you allow yourself to do that for other people? Do you think I walk around just cursing at Gucci? How dare they? No, I'm like, I'm so glad you exist. It's beautiful. Mother's Day is this Sunday. You think all those moms just want Target gift cards? No, but I love Target. I've got three kids. Forget Disney. That's like their happiest place in the world. Can we go to Target? I mean, Target serves a role in my life. You best believe. Meanwhile, no, there's a reason people love to window shop on Madison Avenue. But why do you judge yourself for wanting and enjoying? Oh my God. You know what a sexy beast you'd be if you let yourself enjoy your life? Do you judge Lizzo? Do you judge Beyonce? Who do you judge? Why? What is that? Let yourself enjoy and receive. Oh my gosh. The amount of shame and judgment. I'll tell you something right now, my friends. Men don't do this. They just get paid all day long. Give me the freaking money, man. Let's go. And women are like, oh my God. Who would I be to have this? So now you have men running all the world because why? It takes a checkbook to vote someone into Congress. That's what I'm saying, my friends. And you got women sitting here going, oh, I don't know. I mean, who would I be to have money? Oh, God, I'd be the worst. I would be the worst. I'll let all the guys have all the money. They'll make up all the rules. I'm sure they'll do the best things with those rules. I know they will. I know they will. I would never have money because you know why I judge people with money? Not men. Men can have money. But if women have money, I think it's really gross. And I don't like to have money. And if I get something, I don't really tell people that I have it. I just kind of wear it because I'm liking it, but I don't really love it. Because if I posted that I bought something really expensive, I know other women would judge me. I don't think men would really judge me because men, they're allowed to have money, but women shouldn't have money. So you know what? Men should make a lot of money. They should become billionaires. Guess what? That's what's happened. Okay, cool. And now they should decide. What happens with all the rules? That feels really good. Yeah. Women make up 52% of the world's population, but how much of the leadership is female? Oh, right. That's right. It's like less than 2%. That's right. Yeah, that feels right. Because big corporations are run by men, all the banks, all that. That feels right. Let's let them just go ahead with that. Let's just keep our head in the sands. Let's keep our perspective about money all screwed up. Because it feels good, right? Because at least that means I'm a good person because I don't want to be evil, right? So I want to be a good person with no money and I'll let the evil people have money. Wait a second. Is that really how it is? I don't know. I'm a little bit confused, but it's okay. Because if as long as I don't look at it, I can just stay where I am and I'll be really angry and I'll be really frustrated, but I'll pretend that I'm happy. I'll be totally depleted. I'll never have any time for myself. I'll just 
constantly prove myself and go above and beyond for my kids and above and beyond for the PTA, but I'll never ask for anything in in return because that would make me bad. But you know what? Thank God my husband will. He'll go out there. He'll just close deals all day long. That's a good idea. Someone's got to do that. Not me though. I would never do that. I would never do that. In fact, I'd rather work for someone else because I don't want to sell. Sales is snake oil. That's disgusting, but I'll work for someone else who can sell. And then he'll just give me some of the bait. That's it. You get the cash and you give it to me because you can sell all day long, sir, mister, the man. You go sell and you just give me a little tiny bit because I would never sell because I wouldn't charge people because I wouldn't want to hurt someone. So I wouldn't want to ever make someone spend money because I know they don't have any money, but you can charge people. Wait, because you believe people can find money? I don't. I don't think anyone can find money. I mean, who does Yale Law School think they are? Yale Law School is 75000 a year? That's disgusting. Oh, wait, maybe they feel like if people invest in themselves like that, they'll really invest in themselves and then they'll become the best lawyers. No, that can't be true. I think it should all be free because I value free things. Because when I go to a basketball game and I get a free t-shirt, it's my favorite t-shirt. Wait, that's not true. My favorite things are the things I spent a lot of money on. Oh, wait, I'm confused. I thought I value the things that people just give me. No, I value the things that I invest myself in. Oh, forget it. I'm just confused. Let's just hate people with money. That's just easier. Do you get it, you guys? It's such a joke. Oh my God, go have it. Have as much as you want. Let's go. I have three daughters. Do you know what I do? I teach them right now about investing. I teach them about how to become an entrepreneur. I tell them, you're not going to college. You're going to build a business, my friend, at 18. You're starting a startup. Let's go. I'm already like, what do you want to do? Fashion design, change the world, create clean water. What are you, what are you engineering? Huh? No, no, I'm sorry. So sorry that I can't get on your train, but I can't, I can't. Oh, it's so time. Who's over it? Who's over it? I'm over it. I am over it. My parents were married. They got divorced. My mom had given up everything she wanted to be a homemaker. He cheated. He left. She had no money. We had no electricity. What did my grandmother say to me? Get your own bank account. Be a boss. Have as much money as you can possibly allow yourself to have. And I was like, you got it, grandma. But you're right. That makes me a bad person. You're right. People should judge me for that. What in the actual fuck is happening? It's judgment. It's scarcity. It's not spiritual. It's just lack, my friend. Lack all day. That's what that is. No, nope, not on my watch. So if you want to make money, if you want to allow yourself to have money and then get to what we really came to get to, which is to give of ourselves not about the money. The money is just the first board of the Mario game. Get a lot of money, just like you want to have a lot of water so you can just get on with your day. I'm not living my day to be hydrated. I need to be hydrated so I can live my day. I'm not living my life to have money. I need to have money so I can just thrive. A dolphin isn't saying I'm living for, for water. It's like, no, I just need water so I can swim, so I can do what I do, so I can do the, the thing I'm supposed to do in this orchestra, play my part right? Stop it. You're not headed toward the money. The money is just the first step. Guess what happens once you have the money? You got to figure it out. That's a whole new world. You got to figure out what do I do with it? How do I invest it? Who do I want to give to? 
Oh, and by the way, when you sign up for the program, if you sign up for the gold level, every one of you who signs up will be giving 10 meals to a place called Our Big Kitchen LA that gives meals to needy families and to homeless people. And if you sign up for the VIP level, every time you sign up, every one of you will be giving 20 meals away. I just took my entire, my, my kid's school there and they got to make 300 meals every hour. They made the meals and then they gave them away. And who was the winner? The kids were. Because it feels so good to give. It feels better to give than to receive. It feels the best. So they were the lucky ones. They had the best day. What did they all say? I want to come back. When do we get to come back? Why? Because it's good to feel needed. Because you're not really chasing money. You're chasing purpose. It's what can you do with that money? And how can you receive and enjoy? And what can you do with it when you're receiving? What business can you start? What ideas can you bankroll? That's where the power is. That's what feels so good. But meanwhile, everyone's just over here hanging out, looking and judging and talking about those people. It's like, no, no, get in, get it, go be a part of it, and then just go watch how much you can elevate this world with all the resources you have. All right, that's my spiel. Did you guys get it? Do you understand why you need 12 weeks of it? Do you think you need 12 weeks of this? Yes or hell yes. I'm like, get me to every woman on this planet, please. Can I get a one-on-one with every woman on this planet? Could that happen? I'd like a one-on-one. My God, you guys, I get so fed up. But it's good to get fed up because when you get fed up, it turns everything on. That's why I'm so grateful for my story. Whatever story, it doesn't matter. But it's like, look what it gave me. I wouldn't be this person if you didn't, if you saw those nights, right? Where my mom was like, we can't pay the electric bill. I remember when my mom and I were driving my sister to college and she's like, we're on the side of the road because the credit card doesn't work. We couldn't get gas. And I was like, this is a moment. Oh my God. And this moment is why I'm here. It feels so good. Like people are like, oh, you must be a trust fund baby. You live in a multimillion dollar house. I'm like, no, but thank you for not trusting or believing in anything about me. I appreciate it. All right, you guys. So if you want to join us, you're going to sign up and go to kathyheller.com slash join. You're going to choose which level you choose your level. If you're alumni, by the way, talk to one of our concierge girls because you have an alumni discount code and you should get it. And if you're going to sign up by tomorrow night, you get two bonuses. So go get those. And we'll be back tomorrow to talk about making money and building an empire. Okay. I tend to do that where I can't shut up because I just get so on my soapbox, but I think you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for witnessing. Colleen, why don't you share the winners? And then I'll tell you guys this. Um, There's going to be another giveaway that she's going to announce that you guys can get in on for tomorrow. All you have to do is follow me on Instagram and subscribe to the podcast and do your homework. That's going to be the homework tonight. And you get a really clutch giveaway. Do you want to tell them what they're going to get? Yes. So for today's homework that we'll be posting after the session, you're going to be entered to win a $500 Nordstrom gift card. So you can go use that money like we're talking about and give yourself something, right? So go enjoy it. So watch for that post. It'll be coming up in the group and it's really fun homework today because as you know, we have a lot of charge around money. And so powerful for your own self-reflection. So if there's any day to do, make sure you do today's homework. And we have winners from yesterday, which were Chanel sunglasses, which are super fun. So congratulations to Julie Kuakin and Elitza Holm. You are our two winners of the sunglasses. So congratulations. Love it. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for indulging me. 
Um, like I said, if you spend 12 weeks with me, you best believe something's going to change. Okay. Um, I don't tend to phone it in. I tend to just go all in and I love it. Right. I love, I love taking you through the looking glass. Essentially. I love shattering this big myth that's keeping you back from everything, you know, you came here for and just letting you go play. So it's really, really fun where I'm going to take you in this 12 week program is over the horizon. It's like Moana, you know, you know, there's more for you off this Island, no more Island. We're going to just go. So it's going to be amazing. And I feel this work is my life's work. So where else do I want to be? But with you guys actually on the call, where else do I want to be? What's more interesting? I don't want to be anywhere else. So I want to do it together. It's the most gratifying, fun, fulfilling work ever. And I want to be in it with you. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time, same place.